This is the My Weight What to Know podcast, where we talk to medical experts about the latest research on weight management and how you can apply it to reaching your best weight. Tonight, we're talking about why it's time to take a new approach for weight management in the new year with obesity expert, Dr. Tasneem Sajwani. Dr. Sajwani, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Um, it is a pleasure and an honor. So we are calling this show New Year, New Approach. So let's start off by talking about why it's time to start thinking differently about what it takes to reach a healthier weight. Well, that's a great topic. And I think it's uh, something that resonates with many people, including myself. Um, and it's only natural to have those thoughts coming towards the new year as to how to make changes to our lives that just bring health into the main limelight of our lives. And it feels like right now diets are all anyone talks about in the new year. Why is trying a super restrictive eating approach counterproductive if we want to reach a healthier weight? The word diets, they, they make me cringe a little bit. Um, I'm not sure why, but it's become a bit of a trigger word when I hear it. And it just makes me feel like this thing, this diet is something that we need to endure that is extremely difficult uh, to get to a temporary loss of weight. Um, and that's exactly what it is. It's a bit of a temporary weight loss uh, because eventually those diets, super restrictive diets become unsustainable. And the worst part about it is not that, uh, oh, we, we started a new program, started a new diet and reduced quite a bit of weight. It's when that weight loss stops and when that diet becomes unsustainable and then the weight regain comes back. And that, that can be extremely disheartening. Uh, personally, it was extremely embarrassing going through those diets and being successful. And then all of a sudden that weight coming right back. It's not like we forgot what we were doing or we didn't try hard enough. It was just, that's the reality of it, the biological reality. So let's talk about that biological reality because that's really why it's time to take a new approach. What happens when we lose weight? How does our body change to fight us to gain that weight back? When our body reduces weight, whenever we try any option to reduce our weight, specifically if it is a super restrictive way of doing it, whether we're restricting macronutrients, whether we're restricting calories, whether we're doing excessive exercise. What tends to happen is our body will naturally get hungrier. This is not because we don't have willpower. This is what it's supposed to do. On top of that, our body becomes so much more efficient in working with the less calories we have and eventually we'll stop reducing weight because of that. And that combination together, along with the increased hunger and the unsustainability of that diet is really a great ground from weight to come back up. It's, it's not something that's a, a character flaw or something that's someone's fault, which is, which is generally what we feel it might be, but truly it's, it's how our bodies work. So for all the reasons that you just talked about, the medical profession is really starting to think differently about weight management. And we see that with the obesity clinical practice guidelines in Canada. Talk about why physicians and scientists now understand that weight management just isn't as simple as eating less and moving more. I agree with you. This is information that is new and it's emerging. 
and it is slowly becoming something that health professionals and other physicians and nurses, dietitians are coming on board with. And it's because the notion that obesity is a chronic disease has now become a fact. People agree with this. They agree with it because there is robust evidence and science behind this information. Um, and I think it's really up to us, um, phys uh, physician advocates, physician experts, patient advocates, advocacy groups such as yourselves, to bring this further to the limelight because the dissemination of this information still is slow. It's happening, but it is slow. Um, so I'm actually really optimistic for um, my patients and for people struggling with obesity to eventually have uh, more access to appropriate care that's personalized to themselves based in evidence. So Dr. Sajwani, this is the time of year when many people set New Year's resolutions, vow that this year it'll be different and they're going to be successful with weight loss. How can we use the biological reality you've described earlier of what happens when we lose weight to help us find an approach that actually works for reaching a healthier weight? Understand that this is a biological reality and we have to stop relying on unsustainable commercial diets to get us somewhere temporarily and eventually leave us with disappointment. There is evidence that weight and obesity is a chronic disease and we need to start treating it like that. And I feel the best way would be to reach out to somebody who has an expertise in this. This could be your primary care physician. Sit down with them, have a conversation about this, about your health goals, and then make a personalized plan with them that is rooted in evidence that fits your lifestyle to move forward. That I feel would be the way to make a change that could be the most sustainable for you. So we hear so often from folks on our Facebook page and in our Facebook group, you know, I don't need to talk to a doctor. I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. What would you say to that person watching tonight who feels that way when you say, you know, start by talking to your doctor? I would say that you're, you're not alone in that boat. I would say I was in that boat, um, not too long ago. Um, and it is, not a fun place to be. It's not a fun place to say that my weight and the way my body gains it and doesn't lose it, that's my fault. I should know how to fix that. That's, a, that's something that my willpower should do. And I wish I could tell you that was true. I wish I could tell you that all it takes is willpower. Or if you could just find that right diet, or you know what, if you could just exercise just a little bit more, you'd be able to do it. But I'm sure that we've heard that. I'm sure that you've done that. And I'm sure that we've done it over and over again. And if anything, take some solace in that that is not how it works. That's not effective. And we know that. I feel that if we at least try to understand a little bit about the biology, a little bit about the science behind weight, we will begin to see that, huh, there's some things there that aren't in my control. There's some things there that, you know, I 
can't change by exercising more or I can't change by eating less. And then that will help at least bring you to a place to say, maybe I need help with this. So one of the reasons that talking to a physician can make such a big difference is that there are now real medical treatment options available that can help people with weight management. So tell us about those options and why they work. There are. We have quite a few tools in our toolbox um, to help our patients who struggle with weight. Um, One of the first ones would be to deal with uh, nutritional management. And, And you you probably have an idea of how I feel about diets already. Um, So this cannot be a diet. The changes that we make nutritionally would need to uh, take into account the patient's lifestyle, their palate, and try to find something that is doable, simple, and sustainable. Uh, Because if it isn't those things, there's no, no real point in starting them. I think the second uh, tool we have available is is managing behaviors of change. And those those behaviors can revolve around nutrition. They also involve behaviors around sleep, around stress, uh, our emotional regulation and its relationship with food. Um, and also physical activity comes into those behaviors. So once we deal with the nutritional aspect and the behavioral aspect and try to find something that works for uh, the patients where they are at, we can also chat about some pharmacotherapy options. We have medications that are very effective uh, to help manage weight. And again, these can be individualized and personalized to the patients themselves and, and, we can use the ones that are more suited to their lifestyle. Uh, the fourth option that we do have is bariatric surgery, uh, bariatric metabolic surgery, should I say. And I'm going to say that it's, it's gotten a bad rap over the years. And when we, when we think about bariatric surgery uh, in general, a lot of people think back to, you know, the 80s, the lap bands and, and the stomach staplings. But Surgeries have come so far, and um, and the kind of facilities, the surgical centers of excellence that we have around the world, perform perform amazing bariatric surgeries, and these procedures not only help with weight, but they actually independently help with other chronic diseases such as diabetes, such as hypertension, um, liver disease. So it's quite incredible dispense of effect of bariatric surgery. So yeah, we have these tools available. So if someone is listening saying, okay, you know, I've tried to do this on my own. I think it's time to take a different approach. Would you recommend starting that process by having a conversation with our family physician? Definitely. Definitely. I feel that it's very important to have that conversation. Sometimes it's hard to uh, go into your family doctor and say, this is you know, one of the things I want to talk to you about today is my weight. I would say make a plan to have that conversation solely about weight. Don't take that conversation in and have a few other things that we need to discuss, but we could, because we don't want to take that focus off of that particular topic. It's very easy to lose that focus and then it becomes a secondary or a third issue, even though that might have been something that you really, really want to discuss. Um, 
take that in as one main issue, book that appointment in for discussing that, and then move forward with your physician and coming up with a personalized plan that works for you. So you've alluded to this a little bit, but if someone just feels intimidated and embarrassed to bring it up with their doctor, any suggestions for them? Any any kind of like way to start the conversation that you might recommend? Uh, I've been there. I, I I I can I can understand that feeling of feeling embarrassed and uncomfortable about bringing up your weight. Um, I, I don't think that I brought up my weight with my physician ever until I. Uh, learned about it myself. But now being on the other side of this and being the physician that would want to hear from you, I would say exactly that. Make that visit count. Make that visit specifically about weight management. Write down what your particular concerns are, what um, excess weight is restricting you from doing, what you're concerned about in terms of metabolic disease, um, and then maybe have some examples of positive experiences that you've heard about. Hey, you know, I had a friend or I had a cousin who was able to talk to their doctor and get a really great management plan and they're doing really well. Or, you know, I've heard about um, these new uh, tools available for managing weight. What do you think about those tools? And kind of move forward in that way, a, converse, a conversation um, opener basically to see where the physician is coming from and see where, where you guys can move together to make a plan. And if our family physician says, you know, like, I just really don't know anything about, you know, obesity management, is it right at that moment to ask for a referral or ask to be kind of referred to someone who does specialize in this area? I do admit that the fact that obesity is a chronic disease, it's still a thought that hasn't been well disseminated in the medical field. And a lot of physicians have uh, varying levels of information and even comfort in managing this. And, and if that's the case, I think it's extremely reasonable to say, hey, you know what, I know, I know this might not uh, be something you're comfortable in doing. Is it okay if I can go to an expert in this or a specialist who deals with obesity um, so that I can move forward in my, in my health journey. So if someone says to you, what's the new year's resolution I should make, what should I focus on this year as it relates to my health? What would you say to them? Understand that there is no temporary fix to solve a long-term weight problem right off the bat. This is something that is a journey. Uh, and then in, endeavor to find uh, options available. And when you have those options available, know that you're not alone in this. You can take that to your healthcare provider and help make a plan. And if they don't feel comfortable in making a plan, then ask them to send you to someone who is. So Dr. Sajwani, we wrote an article about you on our website talking about your work to get your province, Alberta, to recognize obesity as a chronic condition, which recently happened. Congratulations on that. I know you worked really hard for that to become a reality. Why was it so important to you to have obesity recognized as a chronic disease in your province? Thank you. Um, we're really excited. My colleagues and I uh, did work hard to have that recognition from the AMA. And we're always excited when obesity is brought um, brought up through the systemic channels and 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 brought to um, a level where 
Now we're on a level playing ground. Uh, this is why it's important. We don't have to argue about anymore whether or not obesity is a chronic disease or it is not. Now we all agree. Obesity is a chronic disease. Now what? Now we can talk about it. Now we can move forward from it. Now we can talk about prevention. We can talk about investing in research and education um, within medical schools and other health professional schools. We can talk about adequate patient access. Um, we can talk about um, resources for healthcare professionals that are comfortable in doing this to help them disseminate this to their patients. So basically it becomes a level playing ground and not all we have to do is wait. Oh, that's wonderful. You alluded to kind of the other health conditions that can get better when we, we do reach a healthier weight. Is this one of the reasons why it's so important to go ahead and seek treatment now? Can, can treating our weight proactively help prevent other problems down the road? Yes, that's a resounding yes. We know that if we manage our weight early enough prior to having the weight-related complications, such as diabetes type 2, uh, such as hypertension, such as fatty liver disease, um, sleep apnea even, there will be a huge shift in moving towards preventative treatment, which I feel weight management is part of. We do treat weight now when when we say someone struggles with weight or when someone gets into the obesity um, classes, but this should be starting way before that. We should be working on disease prevention, even with weight. Uh, but yes, definitely starting early does help us mitigate complications such as diabetes. Dr. Sashwani, is there anything you wish that men in particular knew about reaching a healthier weight and how it can impact their health overall? I do agree that men do feel that weight is not a high priority on their health list, but they do worry about diabetes. They do worry about high blood pressure. They do worry about cardiac disease. And I think it is um, a bit of a educational piece that might be missing. And that, 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 that's on us. That's on us as physicians uh, to, to start those conversations earlier with our male patients, talking to them about how weight management would likely delay or even eliminate their risk of having uh, disease-related complications such as heart disease and diabetes. Um, and, and I feel like those conversations need to be more mainstream. We tend not, we tend to feel uncomfortable talking about weight. Uh, and, and I think that's changing slowly. Um, when it becomes something that is such an important part of managing chronic disease in the future, I feel like this will become a mainstay of discussion as well. So last question for me, what is the number one thing you wish people knew about weight loss? that there is no quick fix. You just have to reach out and you'll find, you'll find people like us, you'll find resources uh, to help your conversations move forward and you don't have to do it alone. Dr. Sashwani, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This has been a wonderful discussion. Thank you. Take good care. Good night. <laughs>